0: Hey guys, welcome to Untangled Belief. This is Jeb and Philip. How are you guys doing? Welcome to episode number five, where we are talking about the myths about mental health. So if you're here for the first time, welcome, first of all, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I would just like to give an intro to my podcast. So here in Untangled Belief, we talk about mental health and related issues and being a psychologist myself, I wanted to talk to you guys about my own experience and understanding of mental health and uh, how small things or the little things that we do can make a lot of difference in mental health. So. The podcast is about mental health, and I would be talking on different topics related to mental health. And uh, thank you so much for the support you guys been giving me uh, you know, for my last four episodes. Uh, thank you for the listening. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you so much for the appreciation. I really, really uh, appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. So, coming right to the topic of myths about mental health, I really wanted to talk to you guys about it because. Um, this is something that I often hear, uh, uh, not only really just regard to my, not only really just in my career, but otherwise also when I do talk to people about mental health. These are the few certain things that people do t- tell, and people do have an understanding about mental health, and people do believe this, this myths that we're going to talk about. It's the actual truth. So I felt this is something that we need to address. This is something that I felt I need to talk to you guys about it. So and see what do you guys think about it, and see if you guys you know uh, you know have had an experience where you know somebody did tell you guys about the same uh, myth or did tell you about the same experience. Or uh, did tell you something similar with regard to with regard to mental health, so let me uh, let me know about it of course, and uh, so I just thought I should tell you guys about it and uh, uh, I'll let you guys also know who are listening to you know to help them to understand these are the common myths that we hear. Of course, I've just addressed the five myths we heard. I just taken five common myths that I usually have heard. And that I usually uh, commonly listen to. Uh, there are many, of course. Maybe I can do them in another session. Maybe the remaining five or more than that I can do in the coming, uh, maybe in the coming episode, of course. But uh, these are the few common myths, five common myths that I've taken, and I thought I could talk to you guys about it. So I will tell you guys what are the myths, what are the understanding of people and what is the actual truth about it. So we're going to look at the myth also and we're going to look at what is actually happening, right? What is actually, what is actual truth about it so that we can have a balance of both, right? So going right into the first one, this is something I feel that most of you have heard about or most of you have experienced. The first one being... People who visit psychologists or people who see a mental health professionals are crazy. So this is something that I usually hear often, especially where I come from, especially from in my own country. This is something that I very, very uh, often hear that people who visit psychologists tend to be crazy. They are out of control. Uh, They cannot uh, live a normal life or, you know, they are violent. They are, you know, weak. Uh, it's because they are not strong enough. They need to go to a psychologist and, uh, you know, they have to, you know, they have to seek help to lead a normal life. So, these are the few things that with regard to uh, people, uh, with regard to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, be, be visiting a psychologist, people have an understanding of. So, this is the myth that, you know, uh, if you visit a psychologist, you are crazy. So this is something that I would like to address here is that it's completely, completely not true, right? Just because you visit a psychologist or just because you meet a mental health professional, it does not mean that your life is out of control or you are emotionally disturbed or you don't need to have the tag of emotionally disturbed right of course when you visit a psychologist there would be certain things that you're dealing with there would be certain things that you would want to talk about there would be certain emotions you would want to manage but it doesn't mean that you know you are uh, life is out of control you cannot manage your work you cannot manage your relationship you cannot manage your personal life Right? And uh, this is the understanding that we really 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 need to start giving to people around us so that you know better understanding of mental health and better understanding of visiting a psychologist is uh, you know people uh, is, is given to people. So here having with or going with the right awareness, it's also important to understand that meeting a psychologist doesn't mean that you have a big issue or there is something which is very big in your life that you need to deal with. It could be just that you're looking for a new perspective. It could be just that that you need an understanding of a situation that you're going through. It doesn't have to be big or it doesn't have to be something drastic. It could be just that you're looking for a new perspective or a new understanding. So maybe the psychologist can help you to have that understanding, can help you to have that perspective. Right, and uh, this understanding and perspective is maybe what you're looking for, or maybe will help you to deal with that situation much better. The reason I'm saying this is because along with this um, a myth of people, you know, people have visiting psychologists are crazy, there is an also an understanding that, you know, why do you need to, uh, you know, uh, listen to a, a psychologist advice or why do you need to, why do you need a psychologist tell you to, to tell you what to do and what not to do in your life? Why do you need some, you know, uh, this individual's advice to do that? So here... Uh, Along with this aspect, I would just would like to address also that, you know, psychologists do not tell you what to do, but your psychologists do not give you advice exactly. Psychologists help you to understand the situation better. And as I discussed before, as I said before, he uh, he or she may help you to have a different perspective of the situation that you're going through. So it doesn't mean that it has has to be something big, so then only you can go to a psychologist. No. It just means that you if you need a new perspective if you need a new understanding of what is happening psychologist he or she can help you to do that right psychology it's basically it's about understanding mind it's basically understand about understanding emotions but at the same time what a psychologist does is to help you to help yourself right i would like to repeat that basically what a psychologist does is to help you to help yourself so, it's not the psychologist who's telling you what to do or what not to do. Everything that has been told, everything that has been discussed in the session, it's only with the consent of the client. It's only with the client, client consent of the individual. The, the individual is always part of the session. It is not that the individual is kept aside and the, the psychologist is telling you what to do or what not to do. The the individual is always part of that decision. is always part of that uh, process, and they are uh, the they are allowed or they are definitely definitely part of the process that invo- that that, that uh, pro- they are definitely part of the process they are involved in so visiting a psychologist does not mean that you're crazy it doesn't mean that you're looking for uh, a you know psychologist advice yes it just means that you there is something that you need to bring out or there is something that you need to talk about there is something uh, uh, there is something that you need to uh, you know uh, deal with regard to your emotions or you know managing them better so it does not mean that you're crazy so this should not stop anybody any individual from seeing a psychologist or talking about their feelings or talking about their emotions so if you yourself is somebody who's been through this or you have it and ex- you have you had an experience it's very important that right awareness is given to the people around and to your own self that it's okay and it's completely okay to visit a psychologist or to talk to a therapist second thing that i usually hear is usually hear also and people have uh, people believe is that therapist or the psychologist can't experience any kind of emotional or mental health issues this is again completely untrue because if you look at the job of a therapist if you look at the process of uh, you know therapy we understand that a psychologist uh, in a day can listen, you know definitely will listen to a lot of stories which can be uh, emotionally uh, difficult for the individual and also for the psychologist to hear or to uh, accept sometimes so there can be intense emotions in the session there can be intense feelings or uh, you know certain uh, things will be discussed and we will be handled in the session which can definitely be not only intense for the individual or the client can definitely be intense for the psychologist as well so it's very important that we understand that or do not discount the feelings of the therapist over here. They also go through certain feelings and emotions which can be hard for them to manage. They also deal with certain emotional difficulties themselves. They So hence it's very important for them also to talk about it, to have a supervision about it to let their feelings out to you know to make sure that they also have a platform to open up about their feelings their emotions and what are their uh thought process and let them you know let them process in a way that they are able to manage it much much better because consistently if when an individual is listening to when a psychologist is listening to an individual's issues it can definitely overwhelm the psychologist it can definitely make them feel a certain way about their own emotions and feelings and they can somewhere can relate to what the individual is also saying so it can bring up a certain thoughts and emotions uh, which can be difficult for them to manage at that point of time so it's very important that they also have a platform to talk about it and as I said it's not that they don't experience it they of course do experience experience it and they also need a platform and a way to manage those emotions much much better because i'm saying this because i believe that empathy at the end of the day is an action right it's an action taken by you right and this action takes effort and this action can definitely drain one's energy empathy is not something that we can actually and naturally give it to somebody it is something that takes effort it Something that, you know, some of course, for some people, it might be a little easier to give. For some people, it might be a little difficult to give. But at the end of the day, it definitely takes effort. Whether it's easy or not, it definitely takes a little effort. So if there is a sense of continuous empathy that you're giving to an individual, especially in this session, it can definitely, in a way, train you out. It can definitely, you know, take a lot of energy from your own self. And that you need to rejuvenate and that you need to bring back. So, therapists also can experience certain emotional difficulties or mental health uh, issues and they also need a platform to talk about their emotions, their thoughts and their feelings. Third being, which is something I would say that people, many people have understood this myth from the films or the movies or the medias, how they, uh, how they portray mental illness. Uh, it being, people with mental illness are dangerous right i would like to repeat that people with mental illness are dangerous this is something i often have heard in my own career where people have told me that how do you manage somebody who is you know who's very dangerous you know who can become violent who tend to become violent so this is something that we definitely definitely need to have an awareness of and definitely need to have an understanding and i would say if not complete but a huge percentage of this myth or this understanding comes from uh, how it's portrayed in medium. How uh, I'm sorry, in media, how it's portrayed in films, especially from where I come from. You know, uh, you know, in movies, if if an individual or let's say uh, the villain in the movie is uh, having some kind of mental illness, and the mental illness is tagged as schizophrenia, and he's given the justification for his actions because the individual is schizophrenic. This is completely untrue. This is completely completely unethical because it's very important to understand that you know an individual with schizophrenia it's very 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 unlikely that he or she can become violent. This understanding which is being this wrong understanding which is being given to people it's only damaging the understand the the right awareness of mental health it's only really damaging the understanding of mental illness especially with regard to schizophrenia so I had to make sure that I had to you know talk to people about it I had to make sure I let people know you know what's the actual truth I have often discussed this in many platforms that you know this is how it is and uh, this is not the right understanding this understanding comes from uh, you know a certain mediums and which is not true so the character in the movies with a negative shade when they are given such a justification for their action by tagging them as mental mentally ill. It's definitely a wrong assumption or a wrong you know, uh, you know a wrong understanding which we are giving or which we are uh, you know having about mental illness right of course you know people with mental illness they do face challenges they do face certain difficulties but it doesn't mean that their behavior tend to be violent it doesn't mean that they will hurt people around them or they will hurt themselves of course there is challenges that they do face but it does not mean that you know they tend to showcase or definitely showcase violent behavior So it's high time we pull this stigma out of the society or out of people's mind and let them have a correct and right understanding of what is mental health and what is mental illness as well so that people have a better understanding of the same. Like I said, I'd like to just repeat this again. People with mental illness are not dangerous right have we need to make sure right understanding right portrayal especially in me films and mediums are given about mental health and if you see a uh platform where a wrong if you feel a wrong understanding or wrong assumption of mental illness is given it's very important that we talk about it we either uh, express it we either discuss about it maybe in the comment maybe if you can talk to the person maybe if we can uh, let the pe- uh, person know of course with respect with complete politeness let the people know let the person know that this is not how it is right maybe the individual maybe do not have may not have done it uh, intentionally but letting the per- individual know themselves that okay this is not the right understanding or this is not the right correct uh, uh, you know uh, aware uh, correct understanding of the of of the concept so and letting them know that this could be the right and this is the right understanding or this is how it is so they also have you know may, may may be able to change what they you know what they have done or may be able to change that aspect of it and make sure that right understanding and you know make sure that right awareness is given Fourth one, this is something that, you know, I often hear again. uh, Taking medications or antidepressants can have drastic negative effects. Taking antidepressants can make an individual uh, not live a normal life, right? So here what we need to understand is antidepressants are usually and most often given to deal with depression and anxiety. And when an individual, when a psychiatrist gives an antidepressant to an individual, it's mostly in an aspect of trial and error. What I mean by that is, it's to see if the antidepressant is working for the individual or not. Because what, with regard to antidepressants, what works for one person may not work for the other. It depends on the the, uh, medication and on the individual as well. So it's very important that, you know, There can be sometimes certain side effects, of course. There can be when an individual starts taking it. Not definitely not drastic ones, but there can be certain side effects the individual may experience. At that that point of time, it's important to talk to your psychiatrist about it and change the medication so that a, a different medication is given where the side effects can be much less. And it can help you to deal with the depression and anxiety right so this understanding that antidepressants can have their negative and drastic negative uh, you know side effects can make a person not take medication when it is actually required because in cases of major depression or in cases of uh, sometimes of intense OCD or anxiety disorder it's very important that antidepressants can play a definite role in making them feel better or helping them to manage their emotions and symptoms much better so, if that understanding is there that antidepressants are only making things worse, it can definitely, you know, make the emotions and make them, uh, you know, make, make the individual go, uh, may, may make the individual feel that they should not take it and make make the emotions and feelings and the symptoms more worse. So, it's very important that we have right understanding of antidepressants. Because you take antidepressants, it doesn't mean that you will have negative side effects. Even if you have side effects, you can talk to a psychiatrist about it, so that he may change it. He may be able to change that and give you that antidepressants which may will work for you. Right. At the same time, it's also important to understand that once you started antidepressants, it's very important that you do not, and we do not stop it, you know, uh, without consulting a psychiatrist. Because once we take antidepressants, our body is very much used to it. And suddenly stopping it or going cold turkey on antidepressants can make us, you know, our body may not be able to take well of it. Because our body is so used to it, suddenly stopping it can give rise to certain withdrawal symptoms. So when you're taking antidepressants and when you decide, when you feel or when your psychiatrist feels that, you know, it's important to, uh, you know, uh, stop or it's the right time to stop it. The method stopped is by decreasing the dosage of it, it's not completely stopped, it's not completely let go, it's reduced, the dosage is reduced slowly bit by bit and when when, when, the, uh, the dosage is in a way steady, you can stop medication. But of course, it depends on the psychiatrist. You, please do not do this on your own. Consult your psychiatrist, let him know how, where you are with regard to medication, how you feel so that he can make so that he or she can make the right decision about stopping it or whether to continue it. So the, the myth here that antidepressants can have negative drastic negative side effects is wrong. And also it's important to understand that antidepressants does not make you addictive of it it doesn't give you addiction it doesn't once you take antidepressants doesn't mean that you will become addicted to it antidepressant doesn't not have tolerance or does not have it does not create a sense of craving which is the two aspects in addiction the tolerance and the craving for it antidepressants does not give both of it so it's important to understand along with the negative side effects that antidepressants do not create addictions or does not make you addicted to it. The final one, the last one, uh, which is very, very important, which I felt that I should address today here, is that people with mental illness cannot lead a normal life. This is completely, completely untrue, right? People with mental illness can lead a normal life, whether it's with regard to their work, whether it's regard to their personal life or relationship, they definitely can manage their symptoms. They definitely can manage their emotions and feelings and they can lead as we call what we call normal life and they definitely will be able to do it. Mental illness can definitely be a challenge, but it doesn't mean that it is a block, it doesn't mean that it's a barrier, it's more or less a challenge. And once if we understand how we, how we can manage this challenge, how we can manage this aspect or, or this part of our life, we will be able to do much, much better and we can explore our potential and we can use our potential in our day-to-day life and it doesn't have to stop us. Mental illness doesn't have to stop us from, you know, exploring our potential or understanding them or not using them. It's in a way, as I said, it's a challenge. There is a challenge in it with regard to work or with regard to personal life. Yes, of course, there is a challenge. But if we are able to manage it, if we are able to have the right tools to manage this challenge, Right? Are they either through therapy, either through medication if so, if, if it is required, or either through having right support system, either through uh, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, you're eating well, you're sleeping well, you're engaging in activities that you're interested in that makes you feel good about yourself. Do uh, you're doing something which you're passionate about? Right? This aspects, making sure that you know you're doing all this aspect at time and when it's required and in the right manner can definitely make sure that you are able to manage the symptoms or you are definitely able to manage this aspect of mental illness or this aspect of mental health issue that you're dealing with and make sure that you're able to do extremely extremely well in life right it doesn't have to stop you from being who you want to be it doesn't have to stop you from uh, you know being the best version of yourself right it's a part of you mental illness can be a part of you it doesn't have to define the whole you as I said, mental illness is just a part of you or mental health issues that you're dealing with may be just a part of you. It doesn't completely have to define who you are as an individual or as a person. So your potential is still out there. Your potential still exists. It's just a matter of finding them and making sure that you're doing what is required to explore it or bring it out. So as I said, think of it as more of it as a challenge, not as a barrier or a block because this is truly not a block or a barrier, it's more of it a challenge for you, right? So as I said, people with mental illness or mental health issues can definitely lead a normal or you know more than normal life and they can do what they want to be and more importantly, they can be who they want to be in their lives. So these are the five myths I wanted to address to you guys and, uh, you know, talk to you guys about it and do let me know, guys, what do you think about it, and uh, if you have experience, uh, or gone through, or, or, you know, heard heard this myths in your life, and come across it, and do let, let me know about it, and, um, you know, maybe this five, apart from five myths, I would definitely would like to talk about other myths also, and maybe in, in one, of my, one of my coming episodes where I will definitely talk about it, and uh, see what you guys think about it, and, uh, yeah, so thank you so much for listening, and thank you for so much for tuning in. I hope you guys uh, really learned something from it. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you guys uh, next week with a new topic. Thank you so much.